And now it's time for the Factory Theater Hour, a radio show podcast written and performed by college students and community members from Greenville, Illinois. Tonight, in front of a live audience, we bring you Life with Frank in an episode written by Jess Adam titled, Let's Go Camping. The Factory Theater Radio Hour is proud to present Life with Frank. Frank Jones and his family are a typical and timeless American family. And in this episode, Frank and his son Billy take to the wilderness and go camping. Billy is working on earning a few more Boy Scout badges, and Frank is just happy to get out of the house. Let's head on over to the Jones family home where it looks like Billy and Frank are packing the old family station wagon for their trip. All right, Billy, uh, put those sleeping bags in the back seat. Sure thing, Pop. Now, you're sure you want to go camping? I mean, you know there will be bugs and, and animals, right? Mosquitoes and spiders. There won't be any electricity, TV, or video games. <sighs> to quote Teddy Roosevelt, there are no words that can tell the hidden spirit of the wilderness that can reveal its mystery, its melancholy, and its charm. Son, where do you learn this stuff? <laughs> Golly, Pop, I read. I go to school. Ben Franklin once said, education begins with life. There must have been a mix-up at the hospital when you were born. <laughs> Dad, you are too funny. Frank, Billy, are you all packed? I packed a cooler with food and drinks for you. Yes, dear, we're all packed. We're just waiting on Patsy to bring her tent over. Oh, that reminds me. Patsy just called and said she'd be here in a few minutes. She said she has a surprise for you boys. A surprise? A surprise from Patsy? Uh, this can only mean tragedy is about to strike. <laughs> Dad, you are killing me! Marion, did Patsy give you a hint? Oh, she knows I can't keep a secret from my two favorite guys. She said wild horses wouldn't drag it out of her. Well, knowing Patsy, she's probably bringing us a few horses to return to the wild. Marion, where's Kate? I don't want to leave without telling her goodbye. Oh, she left this morning with uh, Spike Granger and some other kids. <sighs> Spike Granger? You let her leave this house with Spike Granger? Marion, you know I don't want her hanging out with that Granger kid. Oh, hush. They're just riding dune buggies, and Frank Jones, our daughter, is growing up. You have to learn to accept it. She's becoming a woman. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. I bet Spike and Kate flip their dune buggy and get trapped underneath it. Then they'll have to call the fire department and bring the jaws of life to cut them out of the wreckage. But, but when the firefighters get there, they can only save one person. So then there's a saws and- uh, Billy, that's enough. And then Kate loses. Enough, Billy. Heavens to Betsy, Billy. That's dark. Sorry, Mom and Dad. I've been reading a lot of Edgar Allan Poe lately. It must be getting to me. Marion, while we're gone, could you check to make sure there isn't a carbon monoxide leak in Billy's room? <laughs> you are on a roll today, Pop. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, Frank, I'm so sorry I'm late, but I have such a treat for you. Oh, you'll just flip when you see what I brought you. Patsy, please don't tell me you won't, you're going to ask me to release an animal back into the wild. <laughs> Frank, there's nothing like that. But close your eyes. Are, are they closed? Yes. No peeking. I'm not peeking. Oh, don't peek. Are you sure? I think I see you peeking. I'm not peeking. <laughs> okay, Frank, just count to five and then open your eyes. <sighs> okay. Uh, one, two, three, four. Hello, Frankie. Dad? Grandpa? Who are you expecting, Garrison Keeler? No, I just... Aren't you... Wait a minute. P Patsy, where did you find my dad? Well, I was 
just pumping gas, and I walked in to pay, and there was your father. He was holding a newspaper and a Clark bar. He's just counting change, and I knew you'd want to take him camping with you. Patsy, my dad isn't supposed to be out without someone to help him. Was anyone with him? Oh, no one. I grabbed his hand and I said, you, sir, aren't coming with me. And he jumped right in the car. You know, heck, I even let him drive. Have you ever done donuts in the middle of an intersection in a school zone? <laughs> oh, I haven't had that much fun in such a long time. Well, Dad, we need to get you back to the home. I moved out last week. The food was awful. My friends only wanted to compare back pain stories. My girlfriend started crocheting. Do you know how many pairs of knitted house shoes I now own? 32! All of them yellow. Well, Dad, I think that's sweet. She must care a lot about you to go to all that trouble and make so many. Sweet. The first pair was sweet. The second pair was sweet. The 14th pair was overkill. And the 30th pair was crossing the line. Well, Dad, I... I was taking Billy camping this weekend. Well, that's why I brought him back here, Frank. Your father can go camping with you. All the Jones boys in the wilderness. Oh, my, how adorable. Well, here's the tent and everything else you boys need. Oh, gosh, I hope you have fun. Be careful. I'll miss you. Billy, give Mommy a kiss. Oh, Mom. Kiss your mother, Billy. You too, Frank. Get over here. Oh, Marion. <laughs> oh, my. It sounds like the boys are in for an exciting time in the woods. Speaking of exciting times, let's pause for a word from our sponsor, Helper Monkeys International. Did you know that one in 1,000 people could actually benefit from assistance provided to them by a helper monkey? Sure, helper monkeys aren't for everyone. Some folks get scared of the constant biting and unfortunate projectiles tossed about. <laughs> Some folks don't like the midnight shrieks of terror coming from the extra spacious cages. But don't worry, when you choose Helper Monkey International, we send along a shock collar and a helpful blue velour cover to convince your little helper that it's nighttime. So don't worry about the long lists of necessary vaccines and additional household chores. Just give in, Helper Monkeys International. That's right, Helper Monkeys International. They really are worth all those headaches and extra curtain washing. They'll save you time and then they'll take all of it. That's Helper Monkeys International. Well, let's not delay. It looks like Frank, Billy, and Grandpa just finished setting up camp. Let's join those boys around the campfire. Billy, get your face out of the fire. I just wanted to know how it feels on my face. That's how your Uncle Carl lost all his hair, you know. I have an Uncle Carl? I want to meet Uncle Carl. Billy, you do not have an Uncle Carl. Your Grandpa was just teasing you. Yep, old Carl. He's living in Las Vegas now, I think. Married a showgirl. They've got six kids now. All of them showgirls. Dad, who is Carl? He's my uncle. You know, now that I think of it, Carl lives in Sacramento with Cindy and Sandy. He met them while he was working as a carny at the statewide Idaho Potato Festival. Conjoined twins, they were. And best friends. Then Carl split them up. Dad, stop. You're just making all of this up. What's a conjoined twin? It's a set of twins that really like spending time together. That doesn't sound right. Frank, don't lie to the boy. I used to lie to you all the time, and just look how you turned out. Dad, it's not a nice thing to say. I'm 87 years old. I don't say very many nice things at all. 
I say what I like. I do what I like. I wear what I like. I wish I was 87. I want to wear a cape and cowboy boots. Oh, just do it, Billy. Just do it. Don't wait till you're 87. Just do it now, please. Really? I even brought a cape with me. You... Why did you bring a cape with you? As Honest Abe Lincoln once said, I will prepare and someday my chance will come. I remember Mr. Lincoln. Oh, gosh, he was a nice man. A bit tall, though. Looked like somebody smacked him in the face with an ugly stick. A face only a mother or Mary Todd could love. Dad, you are not you that old. You knew Abe Lincoln? All right, all right. Billy, I didn't know him. I just washed his horse for him a couple of times. Then there was that night he invited me to the theater. Never cared much for the theater. Dad, enough. Grandpa, you're amazing. I'm going to go put on my cape and cowboy boots right now. Uh, Billy? Yeah, Pop? Leave your other clothes on. <laughs> okay, Dad. Wait, quiet. Quiet, both of you. I hear something. Dad, stop kidding around. Shh, lower your voice. What do you think it is? I'm not sure. Might be a squirrel. Might be John. John? John who? John Wilkes Booth. Dad, John Wilkes Booth is not hiding in the bushes. You never know. I know, he's not in the bushes. Grandpa, Dad, what are you two doing down crap? Shh, there's something out there in those bushes, Billy. Your dad and I are about to chase up on that old wascally wabbit. <laughs> Come here, little critter. I won't hurt you. I just want to talk to you about the money market accounts, and then we can snuck. Come here. Dad. Come here. Dad, where are you going? Dad, come back. Dad. Uh, Billy, help me find your grandpa. He took our only flashlight. Don't worry, Pops. I'll find him. No, Billy, don't run off by yourself. <laughs> well, good heavens. It looks like the Jones boys are having quite a time in the woods. I sure hope they find old grandpa before it gets too late. Speaking of too late, here's another message from our sponsors, Helper Monkeys International. According to legislation enacted by Congress in the last 10 minutes, helper monkeys are now illegal unless prescribed by attending a physician. We here at HMI are proud to say the times are changing, and we are changing with it. Helper Monkeys International is proud to now offer unhelpful monkeys, Want to screw up your busybody neighbor? Want to send a message to that boyfriend who just won't leave you alone? Want to tell your boss how you really feel about him? We can send a wholeheartedly negative message for you. Call now to receive your mildly unhelpful or savage revenge monkey. I swear, there's a monkey for everything nowadays. Well, it seems that Frank and Billy are still on the hunt for Grandpa after he wandered off after that mysterious noise in the bush, or as he put it, Wascally Wabbit. <laughs> well, watch your step and keep your eyes peeled for Grandpa as we head back into the woods. Dad, I'm tired, and my cape keeps getting caught in the brambles and briars. That's why you don't wear a cape in the woods. My feet hurt too. Or cowboy boots. Dad, wait, is that him? Is that Grandpa? I think I hear something coming from up there. Billy, that couldn't possibly be your grandpa. No 87-year-old man can climb a tree that tall. Wanna bet, shorty? Grandpa, I knew it was you. Dad, why did you run off like that? And how did you get up there? I told you, I was hunting for a rabbit. Well, it's probably just a squirrel or a raccoon. It's not a big deal. The woods are full of animals. There's bound to be three of any woodland creature right here, right now. Well, if you two scaredy cats wouldn't have been so slow, you might be up in this tree with me. 
instead of being in my way when I'm trying to come down. Be careful, Grandpa. Dad, please let me help you. I told you, get out of the way. Grandpa Jones is coming in for a landing. One, two, three. Ta-da! How on earth did you do that? It's a secret. I can't tell. Grandpa, you're amazing! Billy, come here now. I, come here, I got someone very special I want you to meet. Okay, Grandpa, but no one else is here. That's where you're wrong, Skippy. Meet your Uncle Carl. Uncle Carl? Uncle Carl. Dad, that's a rabbit. Frank, that is no way to talk about your brother. Shame on you. You know, you are very lucky your mother isn't here. Well, there's a raccoon over there. Are you sure that's not her? It's a pleasure to meet you, Uncle Carl. Grandpa has told me so much about you. Uh, so, how's the kids? Or, or was it the twins? Your Uncle Carl has to go now, Billy. He's late. He's late. He has a very important date. He has a dental appointment in 20 minutes. <sighs> Dad, I have no idea if you are crazy coherent or somewhere in between. I'm happy, Frank. It doesn't matter what I am. I'm going to follow Uncle Carl to his appointment. No! 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 Billy, we have to get moving. The sun is starting to rise, and I promised your mother that we'd be home first thing. Let's all head back to camp, pack up, and head out. Oh, all right. Hey, Billy, I'll race you to the car. On your mark, get set, go! You can't catch me! Uh, who'd wanna? <laughs> you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, what a happy ending. It looks like everyone had a great time. Billy learned a lesson, Grandpa found Carl, and Frank finally got some time out of the house. Tune in next time when Frank and Patsy get arrested. You've been listening to Life with Frank on the Factory Theater Hour. This episode featured the voices of Chris Borwick as Frank, Jack Dottie as Billy, Jess Adam as Patsy, Noelle Harnicher as Marion, and Jess Adam as Grandpa Jones. Thanks for listening and tune in next Thursday night for more from the Factory Theater Hour. <laughs>